This is episode number 232, The Key to Boosting Confidence. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. I hope everyone is doing great and I'm doing really well. I've been going through a rapid period of personal growth and being able to further clarify my vision and what I want to be focused on in the next couple of years. Racing my bike and also trail running are a big part of that, but being a mindset and high-performance health coach are at the top of my list of priorities, and I'm so excited to be able to bring value to you guys and to help you as much as I can to be better every day. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to say thanks. Thanks so much for being with me on this journey. Thank you so much for listening And it's incredible that I get to see that some of you are actually going back and listening to episode one, episode two, and we're on episode 232 right now. The topics we cover on this podcast are relevant for years to come and can help bring inspiration and education to your day. I wanted to say thank you so much for the reviews that you guys and gals have been leaving and for your financial contributions to the show on Patreon and PayPal. And if you want to do that, you can do that at sonyalooney.com slash podcasts, and it really does help others find the show. And I wanted to read to you this week's review because it just really meant a lot to me. And it was by someone calling themselves Brown Falcon. Thank you so much, Brown Falcon. Falcons are actually really badass. They are the fastest bird on the planet. Well, actually, peregrine falcons are, but nonetheless. The review says, Sonia does an incredible job sharing her own journeys and asking the right questions from her incredible guests to help build the performance-focused growth mindset that isn't coming from a place of ego, but of hard work and the learnings from it. On my personal top podcasts list, I look forward to each episode. Thanks so much, Brown Falcon. And if you leave a review, you have a chance to be featured in the intro. One of my main focuses every week is my weekly newsletter where I do a bunch of research on a topic that has to do with mindset and mental toughness to bring to you actionable and insightful takeaways. So you can get that on sonyalooney.com slash newsletter and join thousands of other subscribers. So let's get into today's episode, confidence. Confidence is a topic that has come up a lot on this podcast and A lot of the topics on this podcast are things that I personally have struggled with or things that I currently work on or things that come up in conversation frequently with close friends and family. You can be really confident in one area of your life and lack confidence in another. And you can even be really confident during certain periods of your life and then in other periods feel like you're just lacking in confidence. But research shows that increasing confidence is actually a trainable skill. A lack of confidence can show up in many different forms, being worried about what other people think of you, been there, fear of rejection when putting yourself out there, been there, feeling like you don't have the skills, education, or training for a task or a role, been there, or fear of it not going a certain way and what that could mean about you. It's normal to experience all of these feelings whenever you're doing big things in your life, but Part of mental toughness means that you are able to recognize and allow these feelings, investigate the what or the why, and then use mindfulness and some mental tools to overcome it. 
And let me say this again, anytime you're doing something challenging, you are going to have these thoughts and feelings come up, but it's what you do next that really counts. There are several elements of self-confidence and a potent one is self-acceptance. And I will be covering more of the elements of self-confidence in both this podcast and in my newsletter as time goes on. One of the biggest landmines with detracting from self-confidence is comparing yourself to others. And this was a topic of one of my last newsletters. It came up as a topic because there's lots of times where I feel really good about what I did until I've seen what others have done. And the first step is realizing that you're comparing yourself to others and how it's making you feel. And that's why also a lot of times people can feel bad whenever they're on social media because they might be looking at what other people are doing and it can be inspiring, but it can also make you feel like you're less than or that you're never going to be able to get there. The self-awareness around your thoughts and then asking what insight you can gain from those thoughts is super powerful. And if you find that comparing yourselves to others is draining your confidence, you should check out the blog post that I wrote on how to stop comparing yourself to others. And that's linked up in the show notes. And as a side note, if you're looking to improve your mental toughness and boost confidence, you should check out my Mindset Academy. This is brand new. It's still in the flagship phase. And you'll find 22 lessons based on many years of research, real life experiences, and real world takeaways. You can just find that at sonyalooney.com or at moxieandgrit.com and you'll see Mindset Academy. Okay, back to it. So let's define self-acceptance. Self-acceptance via the APA Dictionary of Psychology is defined as a relatively objective sense or recognition of one's abilities and achievements together with acknowledgement and acceptance of one's limitations. Self-acceptance is often viewed as a major component of mental health. Many people worry that if they accept themselves, then they are being complacent. And you can still accept yourself and have the desire to improve. You can accept your current limitations, but have a growth mindset that you can improve on those limitations. Limits are not fixed. And many of us have experienced reaching past what we thought we were capable of during challenges. That's why I like taking on challenges, because I often see myself surpass limits. If you accept yourself as unconditionally as you can, then you don't rely on the opinions of others to validate you. And of course, we are all human beings and all of us want to have approval and belong. So it's about changing your relationship with seeking validation and realizing when you're doing it. Since many of my listeners are athletes, we'll use bike racing as an example and a metaphor. A lot of times race nerves are related to worrying about what other people will think of you And I have a lot of experience in this realm. My first year as a pro, I was able to upgrade and become a professional racer very early on in my bike riding career. And at that time in my life, I was also a perfectionist and I hadn't experienced any real failures yet. And I remember my first several races, I was finishing in second to last place, last place, And I'll be going through the race wanting to stab a hole in my tire because I was so embarrassed and so ashamed of what people would think about me. And I literally was crying in my race while riding my bike because I was just so worried about not being accepted by others because I wasn't achieving. So if you worry that people will think that you aren't good or you aren't worthy, if you don't perform a certain way, you're wrong. And that's an example of looking to others for acceptance. 
Many people feel like they are not enough unless they achieve something that someone else seems worthy or impressive. And this is something that is really common. Like in our childhood, we are often trying to impress somebody, whether it be a teacher or a parent or a friend. And a lot of times we don't feel loved unless we are achieving great things. So the reality is that most of the time, no one remembers or even cares about your results. And it's hard to even imagine that that's the case, but it's true. And it's something that I remind myself of too. Or you could win a race and still tear down your accomplishment because a certain person wasn't there or because it wasn't a higher profile event. And these examples translate to work, they translate to other achievements. So if you can start realizing that you are a good human who is an ever work in progress before the gun goes off, you'll feel less worried about the end result and care less about what people think. And goal setting is a really big part about taking on new challenges and really choosing process-oriented and identity-focused goals is a really great way to feel good about yourself before the gun even goes off. It's about the process of the person you become on the way to the finish line, not the result of the finish line compared to others. And again, it's much easier said than done. Self-acceptance also applies to the image of how much money or success someone has by things like brand names or houses or cars. And again, there's nothing wrong with having success or having a nice house. But if you're doing it to keep up with the Joneses or because you want others to accept you, then it's the wrong reason. If you accept yourself, you don't need to outwardly prove that you are successful. Lack of confidence also comes from fear of failure. Have you ever thought, I don't feel confident enough to try because I don't really know how. And the best way is just to get started and know that you'll grow and get smarter and more experienced in that area. A lot of people ask me, how did you become a speaker? How did you become a podcaster? How did you become a pro mountain biker? How did you become a coach? And whenever I look back, it's just because I thought I would just get started. I just would put a tab on my website that said speaker, or I would just start working in an area, of course, with doing my own you know, amount of research and things like that. But I just got started and I knew that the more I practiced, the better I would get. And nobody is going to be amazing at something whenever they first get started. It takes time to improve. And focusing on that improvement is something that is so important. And focusing on your improvement is another great way to build confidence. The real fear in the statement of, I don't know how, is saying, I don't know how, and I'm afraid that I'll look stupid in front of somebody else. And you know what? You might end up looking stupid in front of somebody from time to time. And it's not the end of the world. It's part of the learning process. And it goes back to the growth mindset of knowing that challenges and setbacks are not a diversion of the path, but they are the path. And setbacks are awesome because they're such an opportunity to learn and to get better. And without those setbacks, you're not going to be improving. And it also includes about worrying about your internal expectations or looking stupid in front of yourself. And that's a really difficult thing sometimes. I've heard people say things like, I can't even listen to my own voice on a podcast or see myself in a video. So if you fail and start beating yourself up, or if you're worried that you're going to look stupid in front of yourself, that's not a practice of self-acceptance. You're probably really listening to your inner critic, and it's really your internal jerk carrying on. Self-compassion and self-acceptance are very closely linked, and self-compassion is such a great way to start working down the path of self-acceptance. And I recorded a podcast with Dr. Kristen Neff, who is 
one of the original researchers and pretty much the authority in self-compassion. And that is linked up in the show notes, but go to self-compassion.org and you can find all of her resources. Loving kindness meditation is also a great way to increase your self-compassion. And I suggest finding an instructor that resonates with you. I personally really enjoy Sharon Salzberg and Jeff Warren. Now, in talking about self-compassion, what that is, is talking to yourself like you would talk to a friend. And it sounds really simple, but whenever you catch yourself saying things to yourself, and the first step is catching yourself actually doing it and realizing that realizing that you're doing it, you'd probably never say those things to a friend. So if you catch yourself saying, oh, I hate the sound of my voice, what would you say to a friend if they said that about themselves? And going back to Dr. Kristen Neff's research, I will also link this entire webpage up in the show notes. But she has self-compassion guided meditations and exercises. And her exercises are, how would you treat a friend? Taking a self-compassion break, exploring self-compassion through writing, supportive touch, changing your critical self-talk, self-compassion journal, identifying what we really want, and taking care of the caregiver. And I highly recommend you check that out in the show notes. It's going to be called Self-Compassion Guided Meditations and Exercises. Another incredible side effect of being less judgmental and critical of yourself is that you'll end up being more accepting of others. And have you ever noticed that your harshest criticisms about other people tend to be your own issues and things you don't like about yourself or criticisms that you have received from other people about yourself? And as a last little topic in this podcast, I want to talk about how self-acceptance and self-esteem are different. One caveat, self-esteem and self-acceptance are not the same thing. Self-acceptance is unconditional, where self-esteem can be based on how successful you think you are. Self-acceptance is the foundation of where self-esteem is built. Self-acceptance may not even have a positive or negative connotation to it, whereas self-esteem tends to hold that positive or negative self-regard. Acceptance is unconditional, whether something went well or did not go well. It's being proud of who you are no matter what. It's realizing that you are enough. And self-acceptance is also about separating your achievements or your failures from who you are as a person. I wish I could give you guys an answer that would magically fix everything, but the truth is that self-acceptance is life's work. It's something we all have to work on forever because we are human beings. And I can give you some tools to keep practicing more self-acceptance, like I linked up in the show notes here. And you just might find that the more you accept yourself, the more confidence that you'll have. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And if this resonated with you, make sure that you share it with your friends and check out my Moxie and Grit Mindset Academy, which you can find at sonyaloney.com and moxieandgrit.com, which goes a lot deeper into these topics and has very specific coaching on how to improve your mental toughness. I'm with you on this journey of personal growth, adventure, and our mission to be better every day. See ya.